Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillahilladzillah By the name of Allah, the most merciful, the most compassionate. All praise belong to Allah, the one that there's none that has the right to be worshipped except Him. He's alone, without having any partners. The one who has bestowed upon us blessings that are abundant, blessings that are numerous. Those blessings that are inward and outward. And our praise belong to Allah who is alone without having any partners. And I bear witness that Muhammad is his messenger. Sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam. May the peace and salutations of Allah be upon him and his family and his companions and upon all, who, all those who follow, upon his guidance into the establishment of the last day. To proceed, so we continue, inshallah ta'ala, and this evening, as we welcome each and every one of you to this series of classes, where as we're learning this evening from the science of al-fiqh, from the science of al-fiqh, ma'a fadilat al-imam al-shaykh al-alama, Abdurrahman ibn Nasir al-Sa'di rahimahullahu ta'ala rahimahullahu ta'ala as we're learning from the works of our noble imam our noble shaykh Abdurrahman ibn Nasir al-Sa'di may Allah have mercy upon him فَوَصَلْنَا فِي هَذَا الدَّرْسِ إِلَىٰ بَابِ صِفَةِ الْوُضُوءِ صِفَةِ الْوُضُوءِ so we have arrived at the chapter of how to perform wudu. How to perform al wudu. وَذَكَرْنَا بَعْضَ صِفَاتِ الْوُضُوءِ So we have mentioned, alhamdulillah, some descriptions of the wudu of the Messenger والسلام, or of the wudu generally. فَمَنْ يَذْكُرْ لَنَا بَعْضَ الصِّفَاتِ Who can mention a description from the descriptions of wudu? Yeah. What's something from the descriptions of wudu? مِنْ صِفَاتِ الْوُضُوْ To purify the body. To purify your body. جميلة. You can say that accent. شيء أضعها. أضعها صِفَةُ الْوُضُوْ تعلمنا we learned three so far. Four. Oh, sifat wudu. No. Aniyya. Accent. At the head of the condition, at the head of the descriptions of the wudu, aniyya. لماذا عندنا ماسي نحتاج إلى aniyya? Why do we say we are in need of an intention في wudu while we're making wudu while we're offering wudu? Why do we need aniyya? Because if we don't do it for Allah, uh, we don't get no reward. Alright, sense. If this 
الفعل يقام بدون نية فيعد ما أجروا له ما أجروا له If the person performs the action and any action of worship without the intention then he has no reward لا بد من نية You have to have an intention لأن الوضوء يا أخوان عبادة فيحتاج العبد إلى نية لأن الوضوء عبادة Wudu is worship. Wudu is worship. So the servant of Allah has to have the intention. Has to have the intention. Biduni aniya fala wudu'a lahu. La wudu'a lahu. Without the intention, the person has no wudu. He has no wudu. Meaning, no reward of the wudu. Wa ba'da niya al basmana. After the intention, you say, Bismillah. وذكرنا الاختلاف بين أهل العلم في هذا. and we mentioned والحمدلله the difference of opinion from the people of knowledge regarding the bismillah. بعضهم يرون أن البسملة واجبة. some of the scholars take the position that the bismillah is obligatory. وقال بعض العلماء أن البسملة يستحب أو تستحب. and some scholars say the basmala is recommended. وقال بعضهم أن النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام لم يتبسم أو لم ماذا يقول بسم الله. Some scholars they mention the Messenger of Allah he himself he didn't say بسم الله. على كل anyway العلماء يختلفون العلماء يختلفون. The scholars they differ. The scholars they differ. الإمام أحمد رحمه الله تعالى رآها واجبة. Imam Ahmed was from those who saw it to be obligatory. After the Bismillah, we learned washing the two hands. How many times do you wash your hands? The first initial washing. The minimum is one. And two and three. So you can do two and three. MashaAllah. Accent. Wa ayda And we also, and perhaps we start here. Al madmadatu wal istinshaq. Al madmadatu wal istinshaq. And the fourth point that we learn is placing the water in your mouth, splashing the water around. Spitting it out and placing the water in your nose and then expelling the water from your nose. Bithalati Warafat with three scoops of water. With three scoops of water. Wata'alamna anna thalathan have a tammu al-wudu. A tammu al-wudu. We mention also that washing the limbs three times is not obligatory. It's the most complete of wudu. It's the most complete of wudu. فَإِذَا الْعَبْدُ يُرِيدَ يَتَوَضَّعْ وَيَقْسِلُ يَدَيْهِ مَرَّةً أَوْ مَرَّتَيْنِ أَوْ ثَلَاثًا فَكُلُّهَا جَائِسٌ If a person makes wudu and he washes his limbs one time or two times or three times, all of these are allowed. وَكُلُّهَا وَرَدَتْ فِي السُّنَّةِ All of them have been mentioned 
in the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah وَذَكَرْنَا الْإِخْتِلَافِ أَوْ ذَكَرْنَا أَنْدَمَ الْعَبْدُ يَسْتَنْشِقُ وَلَكَنْ مَتَى لَا يُبَالِقُ مَتَى لَا يُبَالِقُ When the servant is making wudu, when does he not uh, inhale the water in his nose completely? There's an exception. مَتَى هَذَا الْإِسْتِثْنَاء When is this exception? If he is fasting As the Prophet says Then be diligent when you put the water in your nose Do it completely Unless you are fasting Unless you are fasting And the Tirmidhi And the Tirmidhi And the Tirmidhi and this hadith is collected by the four Imams of the Sunan. It's collected by Tirmidhi. It's collected by Abu Dawud. Also An-Nasai and Ibn Majah. Min hadithi ibni Let's begin ya Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Qala al-Imam Sa'adi rahimahullah ta'ala. Thumma yaqsidu wajhahu thalathan. Next point. Then the person offering wudu, he washes his face three times and his, his hands all the way up to his elbow three times. All the way up to his elbow three times. Suwalu al awwal. Question number one for tonight. لماذا سعدي رحمه الله تعالى يذكر ثلاثة 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 Question number one Why does a سعدي May Allah mercy upon him Why does he keep mentioning three times Wash the hands three times The face three times The arms three times Why does he keep saying three What is he describing Sunnah to Nabi وأكمل السنة He's explaining the Sunnah one way but he's focusing on the most complete way that the Messenger of Allah used to make the wudu. Sometimes the Prophet of Allah would wash his hands one time. Likewise the face, one time. Sometimes the Prophet of Allah would do two times. And the most complete wudu, the clearest wudu, the best wudu, is that you wash the body parts three times. قَالَ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ قَصْرُ الْوَجْهِ رُكُنٌ مِنْ أَرْكَانِ الْوُضُوْ Benefit number one. Benefit number one. Washing the face is a pillar of the wudu. Washing the face is a pillar of wudu. Washing the face is a pillar of wudu. First benefit of tonight. Washing the face is a pillar from the pillars of wudu. Thaniyatu. Benefit number two. And washing the face two times 
is a sunnah. You can do one, as we mentioned, you can do two, you can do three. Washing the face is a pillar of the wudu. Qala al-wajj. Benefit number three. Al-wajj. Ma tahassala bihi al-muwajaha. Wa hadduhu tulan min manabathi al-sha'ar. Wa irdan min al-udhuni ila al-udhuni. Benefit number three. The face is the thing that faces someone, faces something. The face of something is the part that faces something. That's why I call it the face. Al-Muwajaha. The thing you face. When you see something, that's the face of something. The face of the book is the front part of the book. The face of the masjid is the Muwajaha to the masjid. The, the front part that you see of the masjid. So the face, height-wise, is min manabithi al-sha'ar, from where the hair starts, where your hairline begins. This is where your face starts coming pulling, going height-wise. Ila al-dhukun, from your hairline, where your hair starts, to your chin. Ila adhukun. From your chin to your hairline. Your hairline to your chin. Coming from the height. Wa irwan. From width. Min al-uduni ila al-udun. Min al-uduni ila al-udun. From ear to ear. So your entire face is from your hairline to your chin. And from your ear to ear. All of this is called the face. All of this is called whatever is there between your hairline and your chin and your ear to your ear is called the face. Point number six. Um, what if someone has a long beard? Does that change? It's still his face. Your beard is going to be the hair. The part on your neck is not technically on your face. The, the hair on your beard is on your face. If you have a beard, then you have to make sure you get the water through no your how long it is. No matter how long it is. The thicker your beard, the more time you have to spend making sure the water goes in between your hands, for example. The wider your beard, the bigger your beard, the more time you have to make sure that the water goes through your beard. Now I sense. قَالَ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ قَالَ سَعْدِي وَيَدَيْهِ لَلْمِرْفَقِينِ ثَلَاثًا Then a Sa'di says, and then he washes his hands to the elbows three times. غُسْلُ الْيَدَيْنِ كَذَلِكَ رُكُنُونَ مِنْ أَرْكَانَ الْوَضُوءِ Benefit number three. Number three. Four. Benefit number four. Washing the hands is also a pillar of the wudu. Washing the hands is also a pillar in the wudu.
وذكر الله تعالى حدهما بقوله إلى المرافق and Allah mentions the limit when you wash in the Quran Allah says to the elbow so when you wash your hands you're going to wash your hands and your arm coming all the way up and including the elbow وهذا مهم that's important يا إخوان لأن بعض المتوضعين الآن يتوقفون عند حد المرافق ولا يمسحوا ولا يقسلوا المرافق وهذا خطأ وهذا خطأ because many Muslims of today who make wudu when they read the verse they misunderstand and wash your hands till the elbow till the elbow so they stop at the elbow but they don't wash the elbow so that's a mistake although Allah says إلى المرافق to the elbow you're going to include the elbow the meaning here is not that you stop at the elbow that you wash the elbow you wash the elbow Al-Khamis a benefit number five Al-Murafaq or Al-Murafaq huwa al-mufassalu ladhi bayna dhira'i wal-adwad the elbow what is the elbow? your elbow is that body part that is between the forearm, the dirar, your forearm, and your abod, your your bicep, your bicep, and your forearm. What is between them both is the murafiq, is the elbow. So the elbow, I want you to write aladibena dirar wal abod is that. That thing that is between the bicep and the forearm. That is called the elbow. So you're also going to include the elbow when you wash. Not kama ذكرهو كثير من المسلمين اليوم يتوقفون في الوضوء عند المرافق. لا علينا أن ندخل المرافق في الغصر أن ندخل المرافق في الغصر and we can't do like most Muslims of today they stop as we mentioned at the elbow but they don't wash the elbow so their wudu is deficient their wudu is deficient we have to ماذا include the elbow طيب الحديث الأول ليلة first hadith of tonight first hadith of tonight. First hadith of tonight. An Jabir ibn Abdullah radiallahu anhu. On the authority of Jabir ibn Abdullah. Jabir ibn Abdullah. Qala adar al ma'a ala al mirfaqihi al hadith. He said the message of Allah used to pour the water over his elbows. He used to include his elbows. So the hadith of Jabir, he's describing that the Messenger of Allah can yagsilu mirafaqihi. He used to wash his elbows. So you don't stop at the elbow. This is a proof. That we add the elbows while we're making the wudu. As Jabir mentions, that the Prophet making wudu, he used to include, he used to pull the water over his elbows. So you have to make sure you get your elbow. Likewise the hand. 
min ilal mirfatin. The whole hand, you're going to start or you're going to include your fingertips. Sometimes you see the Muslims, especially the youth. We need more classes for the youth, especially in wudu. Sometimes, nandur ila ba'd al-asigar yatawadda'oon fala'allahum yal'abooni akhwan aw yasbahoon, mathalan, fil hawd. Sometimes you see the youngs, their young brothers, when they make an wudu, you don't know what they're doing. It's like they're playing or swimming, or we have to teach the, our youth more, ya ikhwan, how to make wudu. You have to, we have to include the elbow. Not stop at the elbow, no. Include the elbow, include the elbow. Ta'ayat. قال الإمام السعدي رحمه الله السعدي continues قال بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ويمسه رأسه من مقدم رأسه إلى قفاه بيديه ثم يعيدهما إلى المحل إلى محل الذي بدأ من مرة واحدة he says and then the one making wudu he wipes he wipes his head he wipes his head from the beginning of the head to the back of his head with his hands. So he has the water on his hands. He wipes his head starting from the muqaddam where your hair begins. You're going to wipe back and then come forward. So he begins, he goes frontwards to the back and then comes forward. He says, Marratan wa'idatan. And he does this one time. Fi sibatil wudu, mashurrats daiman marratan wa'idatan. When wiping the head, you're always going to do the head once. You're always going to do the head once. Al-rats, wal-udunayn, daiman wa'abadan, marratan wa'idatan. Your head and the wiping of your ears, it's always going to be once. Even if you wash three times on the hand, and three times on the face, and three times the water in your mouth, and then spitting the water out, and then putting the water in your nose, and then expelling the water out. When you get to the head, you're just going to wipe one time on the head. The head and the ears are always going to be one time. Then he in inserts his two pointing fingers into the outside part of his ears or the inner parts of his ear and then with the thumb he wipes the apparent part of the ear. This is also one time. This is also one time. قال السعدي ثم يغسل رجليه مع الكعبين ثلاث مرات. Then the person making the wudu washes his two feet, washes his two feet with the ankle bone, including the ankle, your whole foot and your ankle. ثلاثة three times, three times. قال السعدي هذا أكمل الوضوء الذي فعله النبي. As we mentioned earlier, As-Sa'di says, this is the most complete description 
of how the Prophet of Allah offered wudu. Washing the body parts three times. Tayyip. Faman yukarru lana. Who can repeat? Naqsilu ila naf'alu akmal wudu. If we're doing the most complete wudu. Naqsilu kulla adwin kamarra. How many times do we wash the limbs? The most complete wudu. Yeah, the limbs, the body parts, oh. your face, your hands, three times. Three times. Illa, except for your ears and your head. Daiman wa abadan, they're always going to be how many times? Three. The head and the ears, how many times? One. Always one. Always one. Ta'ayat. Qala wa al-fardu min thalik an yaqsila marratan wa hidatan. Benefit number six or five. Benefit number five. The obligation here is that you wash the limbs one time. Al-fardu min dhalika marratan wahidatan. Right? This benefit as well. The obligation wudu is only one time. Al-fardu fi dhalik marratan wahidatan. Our sister says, can you repeat about making the wudu for the nose and why the exception is when you're fasting? When you're fasting, قال النبي وبارك في الاستنشاق إلا أن تكون صائمة من حديث عند الإمام أبي داود من ابن صبرة. The Prophet said, you bring the water, inhale the water to your nose all the way up, unless you're fasting. Why did the Prophet say this? Because your nose and your mouth are connected. So if you take the water all the way up, it's going to get into your throat, and you're going to swallow. So you're going to tuftir, you're going to break your fast. So when you're fasting, you inhale the water in your nose, but don't sniff it up real hard while you're fasting. Just put it in the, the beginning part of your nose. Don't, don't do like that. <laughs> you're going to break your, your fast. The water's going to go all the way up. It's going to go into your throat. Now, after that, you broke your, your fast. Many of the Muslims for Ramadan, Yaqwan, after all, Many of us, we broke our fast and we don't even know we broke our fast. We broke our fast and we don't even know it. Mathalan, Al-Abdu Yasum, wa huwa yannui an yuftir, ma hukmu siyama. The person is fasting, but he intends to break his fast. He keeps on fasting. What's the ruling of that fast? Allah. He's fasting, but in his heart, he's intending to break it. Somebody intends something. Men of the ulama say, based on this hadith, every person has what he intends. So if he intends it, he gets the reward of that, or he gets the recompense of what he's doing. So we have to make sure you're intending to fast, not to break your fast. Someone says to his wife, go back home, go back to Abi, go back to Ummi. 
But he intends in his heart when he says that, divorce. The scholars, they say, that's one divorce. You don't have to say the word. The, the, the proof, the test, is not the, the verbiage, is not the, the lafum, is not the expression. The ibra, the hujjah, is aniya. The proof of burden, the test, is your intention. The man says, hey, in his heart, he, in his, with his lips, he says, go back to Ummi. Go back home. Go back to Abi. Go back to Ummi. He didn't say the word divorce. But in his heart, when he said that, he means this is one divorce. Now, that's one divorce. A woman says, Ana la hadha. I don't want this no more. In her heart, she intends a divorce. That can be khudr. Because the Messenger of Allah says, إِنَّمَا الْعَمَالَ بِالنِّيَاتِ Or actions are based upon intentions. كُنَّا كَمَا قَالَ الشَّافِعِيُّ رَحِيمَهَ اللَّهِ هَذَا الْحَدِيثِ إِنَّمَا الْعَمَالَ بِالنِّيَاتِ تَحْتَ سَبْعِينَ بَابًا فِي الْفِقْقِ Allah Akbar. Al-Shafi'i says, tremendous benefit. This single hadith, all actions are based upon intentions. He says, this hadith is underneath 70 chapters in fiqh. 70 chapters. The single hadith, all actions are based upon intentions. The man is making wudu. Not for Allah. He's just washing his hands. But he does it in the wudu manner. He washes his hands, he makes tamadmat, he makes this in shop, he washes his face, wipes his head, arms to the elbow, wipes his feet. But not for Allah's sake. And then you salli ba'da dalika lihadha al-wudu. Ma hukmu salatu. And then he prays after making that wudu. He offers a salah. What's the ruling of that salah? No salah. Because he didn't have an intention. Our actions, memorize this hadith, ikhwan. Our actions are based upon intentions. Nandur. Limadha kathirun min al-muhaddithin bada'u ta'alifatihim bihadha al-hadith. Why do many, not all, many of the hadith scholars of today, the muhaddithun, when they author their books, why do most of them start with this hadith? It's a tremendous hadith. And it's at the head of every affair. Your intention. What was your intention? The person says a statement of disbelief with his tongue. But he didn't mean to do it. He accidentally said it. Or he slipped up and said it. He says, Mathalan, I don't know exactly what you can say here. He says, He doesn't believe Allah is above the heavens. That's disbelief. But he didn't say, he did, his heart wasn't there. He made a mistake. He, he was trying to say something else, but he slipped up and said that. You can't say he's a disbeliever. No, his intention wasn't there. The man divorces his wife. You are divorced. But when they stand in front of a judge, he says, my intention wasn't, we were arguing, this happens. That's why the Prophet of Allah, he says, لا تضب عند The Messenger of Allah said, don't get angry. 
This happens. You're arguing, you're throwing things, she's throwing things, whatever, how we fight might may, may not forgive us all. And then he says, you're divorced. I'm arguing. But not in his heart. Not in his heart. Or the woman, oh, I want a divorce. But not in her heart. From the argument. Now, the correct position is, that's not a divorce. What's the proof? Our actions are based upon intentions. The man divorced his wife. Or the man... <coughs> give another example here. The man salah... دخل المسلم المسجد وعليه أن يصلي العصر. The man comes in the masjid, he has to offer the asr prayer. يجد الجماعة مصلين المغرب. He finds the جماعة offering the maghrib. يلحق بهم يلحق بهم. He joins with them. يكبر يكبر. أي صلاة صلاها? What prayer did he pray? Asr? Asr? He had to pray Asr. He comes in the masjid, he finds the Muslims pray Maghrib. He joins with them. What prayer did he pray? Asr, Asr? Maghrib? Asr? All of you are wrong, except for Abdullah's last question, last answer. Asr? Asr? Maghrib? What did you say? Asr. It depends. What does it depend on? With that surah, if I describe it like that, he has to pray asr. He comes in, finds the imam in the congregation prayer maghrib. He joins the prayer with them. Just because he joins the prayer with them, doesn't mean he's praying the same prayer they're praying. How do you know a prayer he's praying? His intention. That's it. So the point is, his intention. You come in the masjid, you're praying two raka'ah. Someone comes in thinking you're praying Dhuhr. He joins you. What prayer did he pray? His intention was. Allah. I don't know. Accent. <laughs> you don't know yet, Quran. This is the point. Just because you do something, the man comes in. I have to pray Dhuhr. I come at the masjid, Ajidu Shaksan Yusalli. I find somebody praying. I don't know what he's praying. You don't know. He could be praying Dhuhr. He could be praying Asr. He could be praying Sunan. Allah At any rate, that's not important what he's praying. You join with him. What prayer are you praying? Huh? What prayers are you praying, Master? You come in. Allahu Akbar. You join him. What are you praying? Oh, whatever he's praying, you praying? Uh, how do we know what you're praying? How do you know what you're praying? Intention. Your intention. That's it. It's not about he's praying, he has to be praying Dhuhr. You don't know. You came in late. You came in late. Somebody comes in right now, he offers a salah. Someone else comes in and joins him. What prayer did they pray? Uh, depends on the first one where he prays. Uh, that's his, his intention. And always, you always look at the intention. That's a, if you understand this hadith, you guys just became scholars in one night. One hadith. One hadith. How many times the Muslim sit in front of the judge? Yeah, Imam, I didn't intend that. 
The shaykh says, if you can stand in front of Allah and say that, then that doesn't count. Because actions are based upon intentions. You accidentally hit somebody. Sometimes I see you guys wrestling. Massive accidentally elbows the person. Oh man, that's haram. You hit me in my face. Stop for the law. But can we say he's sinful yet? Accent. You're always going to go back to the intention. If he did it on purpose, maybe Massey trying to get some, back home we say some get back. I don't know what y'all say in Kansas. Some get back. You got me last time, I'm trying to get you back. So now he gets him back. If he's intended to do that, that's sinful. You can't hit in the face as Muslims. Accidentally. I'm not trying to hit you in the face, but I accidentally hit you in the face. There's no sin there. There's no sin there. It's always going to go back to the intention. You're going to go back to the intention. Follow. Uh, I heard like some people say it's haram, and some people say it's not. Uh, is wrestling in the masjid haram? You are allowed to play in the masjid at Juan, and there's some times it is allowed. Madalan, on the days of the Eid, is recommended to wrestle on those days in the masjid. In the time of the Messenger of Allah, on the day of the Eid, the companions would wrestle in the masjid. And the Prophet was there looking at them and he didn't oppose it. So this shows it's allowed. Some scholars say it's allowed generally to have fun in the masjid. Some say on certain occasions, like the Eid. Generally, if it's after the Salah, there's no lessons, no class, we're not disturbing no one. So the brothers go in the corner, do some sit-ups, some push-ups, do some wrestling moves. You can't say that's haram. Someone comes in to offer salah, then we should stop. His salah, تُقَدَّمُ عَلَىٰ رِيَضَاتِنَا His prayer has more right than our working out, our practicing our moves and our locks and our techniques. We don't want to disturb someone. So he leaves. Bismillah, we start training again, doing some moves, no problem. No one can say that it's haram. It can be haram, depending on what the people wear like today, and the wrestling move, wrestling matches, their uniforms, their outers exposed. So that could be haram from that angle. But Muslims say you wear proper attire. It's like that for every sport, yeah. Not just wrestling or boxing, basketball, soccer also. A lot of the uniforms that the people wear today, especially in America, the outer is exposed. The outer is exposed. It's not allowed to look at another man's aura. So a lot of times we're watching sports and we can count how many sins, sin, sin, sin. We're having fun. We're having a good time. But if we count how much sin we're doing, you'll be amazed. It's not allowed. To look at someone else's aura. But they can make it more Islamic if they cover. Alhamdulillah. But that's not their goal. That's they're trying to distract. So Muslim boxing, you can't say boxing is haram. No. You can say it is haram if it's hitting in the face and the aura is exposed. If the aura is exposed and hit in the face, that's haram. But you can make it a law. I will cover. And maybe no hitting in the face. If we can do that, then it's a lot. And it's like that for every sport. If I'm playing basketball and Astaghfirullah, my sirwa is qasir and jiddin, 
والعب كره وعورتي مكشوفا هذا حرام If I'm playing basketball, my shorts may Allah forbid are little, my aura's exposed, then that's not that's not allowed. But if I wear some clothing and I cover my aura and I'm not going beyond the times of the salah, I can have fun. Even a woman, if she's in an area where the women are playing with the women and they're covered, it'll be hard. They're covered. She has on proper clothing with the women. No men are there. You can't say that's haram. You can't say that's haram. It's like that for every sport. As long as your heart is covered, you're not uh, it doesn't preoccupy you from the worship of Allah, then generally it's allowed. You need proof and shay'an. We need proof to say that something is haram. Without any proof, it remains on the origin. There's a principle in our religion. The affairs of the dunya are allowed. Whatever you want to do, you can do it. Whatever you want to do with the dunya, you can do it. Unless there comes some proofs that says, you can't do that, you can't do that, you can't do that. But the origin is that the affairs are allowed. That's the origin. So, wrestling will be allowed if they cover their aura. There's no hitting in the face. Then that will be allowed, inshallah. Wallah And may Allah make it easy. So, let's give one more benefit, ya khwan. Qala bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Thumma yagsilu rijlihi ma'al kaabaini thalathan thalathan. Then he washes his two feet. Including the ankle bone three times. Number six. Washing the two feet with the ankle is a pillar from the pillars of the wudu. Another benefit. Benefit number eight. All of the scholars are unanimous. All of the scholars are unanimous, are in harmonization, are in agreeance that you wash the feet except the rafidah. Except a group that is the Rafidah, they believe that you wipe the feet. They don't see that you wash the feet to be correct. They don't see that you wash the feet to be correct. The Rafidah, Illa al Rafidah, Kulu Wahu Mujma'un, Ala Muslimah, Kulu Alam, Kulu Shaykh. من الشيوخ يرى غسل الرجلين إلا رافضا. Every scholar of every madhab, they all agree that you wash the feet except for the rafidah. They are the only ones who take the position 
that you wipe the feet. That you wipe the feet. What's up there, Juan? We have one more page, a uh, page and a half, and then we start the next chapter. Next chapter is wiping over the, the leather socks or the cotton socks. And if you have on a scarf, wipe it over the scarf. And as for the men and the women. Type your brothers online. If you have anything to mention, you can do so. If not, we'll stop there. Bismillahi ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Bismillahi ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Okay. 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 I think we replied to that one. Can you repeat about the wudu? Did that? Oh, he has a question. Ah. He says like masjid is only like a, a place to worship. How can like wrestling be allowed? Tai, good question. Our brother says the masjid is only for worship. Tai, awalan hada sahih wa laysa sahih First we say that statement is correct and not correct at the same time. The masjid al-ibadah sah, lakin ghayri ibadah aydan. The masjid is for worship, yes. But it's also allowed to do other things of worship. For example, tonight we pray, we pray our, our salah is accepted, we got some benefit, we pray it was beneficial. And now, before we go back, we all lay down and take a 15 minute nap. That will be allowed. Sleeping is not worship. The origin of sleep is that it's allowed. <coughs> you don't get a reward for sleeping. If I could doze off right now, I don't get a reward. Sleeping is allowed. The origin in things are that they are allowed. So we take a 10 minute nap. I say, Masi, give me 15 minutes, inshallah ta'ala, wake me up in 15 minutes. I go to sleep. If you say the masajid is only for worship, I just committed a sin, for example. The asul of the masajid is worship, yes. But it doesn't mean you are not allowed to do other things. Like in the time of the Messenger of Allah, sometimes the Prophet would lay down in the masjid. Sometimes the companions, they would sleep in the masjid. Some of the companions used to live in the masjid. If there's a person, ma'indahu second madala, wa al masjid la yarona minhu dharran aw harajan, if there's a person, may Allah forbid, he's getting tested and tried, he doesn't have no, no money, he doesn't have a place to stay. He finds a masjid, and that masjid doesn't perceive any harm from him, he's not trying to harm us, he's not doing nothing foul, it's allowed for him to stay in the masjid. And the people of As-Sufa, there were maybe 60 or 70 of them, and the narrations mentioned, they used to stay in the masjid. That was their home. Also, as we mentioned on the Eid, the companions would wrestle in the masjid. If this was haram, if this was haram for them, the Prophet was right there looking. 
It would have been obligatory for him to correct them. He didn't say anything. Because they're not doing nothing wrong. So what I want you to understand, the asul fil masajid al-ibadah, sahih. The origin of the masajid are that they are for worship. وَأَنَّ الْمَسَاجِدَ لِلَّهِ As Allah says, and the masajid are for Allah. Yes. But this doesn't mean that you only can perform worship in the masjid. No. But that's the origin. But that's a good question. And may Allah bless you. There are many things that the people of the past used to do in the masjid. Sleep, eat. We forgot eating. Sometimes they would eat in the masjid. You can drink in the masjid. They can sleep in the masjid. They will wrestle in the masjid. So all of these things show in Salah. Hey, they will also talk about some of the Muslims believe you can't mention anything of the dunya in the masjid. That's not correct. The proof is the actions of the companions. Can the Nabi alayhi salatu salam yabtasimu? Asahaba kanu yadhakun. Wanabi yabtasimu. The companions will talk about the dunya and they would laugh. And the Prophet would smile. If there was haram, he would have to correct them. So you want to minimize your speech of the dunya, of course. But you can say, hey, how you doing, man? How's everything? That's not worship. Hey, you saw the game last night? Yes. What was the score? Three to one. Oh, alhamdulillah. Let's get back to class. Nobody can say that's haram. So you want to minimize. We don't come here to socialize, but we can. We don't come here to sleep, but you can sleep. We don't come here to eat, but you can eat. We can go get some food, come back, relax, and eat our food in the masjid. No problem. So you want to minimize all of the speech of the dunya, but it is allowed. Sometimes the companions will have fun, and they will laugh, have a good time, and the Prophet will just look at them and smile. So that's what I would say. Wallah ta'ala wa alam. Good question. May Allah bless you all, ya akhwah. Wa subhanak lahum wa bihamdika. Ashadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiru wa atubu ilayk. Because the Muslims also too, ya akhwah. The Muslims are not like those, you know the Rahban? Like those, the monks. Where all they do... It's pray, 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 pray all day on. That's not Islam. There's a time for this, and there's a time for that. You can have fun. The messenger will used to raise his wife in the street. Alhamdulillah.